Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to chapter two in an ongoing series all about reimagining your relationship to pleasure. And today, we are going to talk about ways to embody the natural byproduct or consequence of pleasure, which is the art of radiance. So when I think about a radiant human, you know, radiance by definition means light or heat as emitted or reflected by something. Radiant people possess a glow that transcends time and is an energy that is just simply a pleasure to be around, as well as inspires radiance in those around them. I love that the definition is emitted and or reflected, that our radiance is reflected to one another. And so today I am going to share with you both the practical and energetic components that I have discovered are essential to embodying radiance. Radiance may seem like something complex or something that requires a number of steps in order to create, but after today's episode, my hope is that you will know radiance as simply a breath or a thought or a step away whenever you desire to draw from its well. And if having a more accessible relationship and consistent relationship to your radiance is something that you yearn for, you are not alone. This week, I have been doing the visioning sessions with my new clients who are part of the Embodied Intelligence coaching program. And at the start of the experience, 
Each client fills out a visioning workbook and sets a goal for the time and intention for the time that we work together. And then we have a 90 minute session where we really flesh out those details and do some embodiment work around it. And then I create a coaching plan that I share with them in this beautiful full color 15 page PDF. It's scrumptious. It has mantras to practice, questions to ask themselves, the key areas that we're going to focus on and the assignments and practices that are going to support that. And it's one of the most fun ways in which I coach where the inclusion of beauty is one of the core values in every single product and service that I deliver. And so in this coaching plan, It's like I get to use the wisdom and the intelligence of radiance, the radiance of beauty to seal these intentions into the clay of our coaching container. And what is at the top of the list of every single woman that I coach with is embodying this radiance. Every woman's desires are different. Her goals are different. Her intentions are different. But radiance is this key golden thread that weaves its way through anyone who feels drawn to the work of embodiment. Because to me, that is what embodiment is, is it is liberating your full system of intelligence so that that light that gets expressed and reflected can flow freely. And as we look to the future and building more radiance into your life, a question I would have you ask yourself is, what have been the times in my life where I have felt the most radiant? I remember when I was 21, I had just moved to New York City in September. Actually, September 11th is my birthday. And I moved a week before 9-11. And I had gotten hired. I was an esthetician. I was working as as an esthetician at the time, but my real passion was makeup. And my brother's good friend had hired me to do the makeup at her wedding. And I remember feeling like this was like my big moment, you know, like I had never done makeup for an entire wedding and I felt so honored and it was so much fun. And there was so much stress going on at that time. And loss and grief. And we went upstate for the wedding and I did everyone's makeup and everyone looked beautiful and radiant. And the next day after the wedding, I woke up exhausted. You know, that feeling when you've just done the thing that you thought you weren't capable of doing. And then you not only do it, but you do it well. And there's this photograph of me and my dad and it's freezing outside and I have, I don't know, probably a sweater or something like that wrapped around my head and I'm wearing an old coat from when I was like 16 and I'm holding my dog and my dad is there and he's in his workout clothes and he's toasting the camera with a protein shake and we both just look mangled, like haggard. (laughs) (laughs) because he's coming from the gym and I had just woken up after sleeping for 12 hours after an incredible feat of growth. And I remember in that photo thinking, I probably look like crap and I do not care. I feel so 
radiant. And I remember after giving a big presentation at a international sales conference when I worked in, in a corporate job, feeling that same quality of radiance and unstoppableness. So for me, you know, work certainly gives me a great deal of satisfaction, but it is that experience of pushing beyond my comfort zone and daring myself to do the thing that I most want to do and know that I must do and yet feels like the thing that I can't do, I'm not capable of doing, that gives me enormous amounts of radiance. And then on an average day, what brings me a lot of radiance is just the simple basics of a good night's sleep and exercise and getting circulation into my skin and staying hydrated. I always wilt like a houseplant if I don't have copious amounts of water in my day. And again, sometimes radiance can feel really complex and complicated when often it's just that the simple things have been neglected and need a bit of tending. When I don't feel radiant, my radiance blockers or radiance inhibitors are stress, of course. Stress not only from an emotional perspective diminishes our radiance, but also on a physical perspective creates tension in the body, which limits the amount of blood flow that can come to the skin. So the skin naturally looks more dull when we're under stress. Also, our sleep is affected when we're under stress. And of course, stress can't always be avoided. But I know for myself, a way that I increase my stress levels unnecessarily sometimes is being really rigid. And when I go about even my self-care, I do it in a way that is very rigid and is coming from a place inside of me of wanting to control instead of the place inside of me that wants to nourish. And so those are two big radiance inhibitors for me. For me, being isolated, huge radiance inhibitors. I need to go out for a dinner date with a girlfriend at least once a week in order to keep my radiance on all cylinders. And so these may be true for you, or your list of blockers and amplifiers might be totally different. But what presses on the accelerator of your radiance as you look back through the big moments of your life, as well as the tiny everyday rituals that help build your radiance? And what are the blockers? What are the times where you have felt most markedly unradiant? And simply taking an inventory. The next jewel for boosting your radiance is to create and emanate radiance from within through radiance boosting thoughts. So I remember one time going out to lunch with some girlfriends and I had just done something really vulnerable, which was I was at a sensuality workshop and I got on stage in front of the whole class and I participated in one of the exercises around the sensuality of food. And I was feeling so, so like a little rabbit. Like I just wanted to tuck into my den. I felt so vulnerable. And my friend Michelle looked at me and she said, Mary, you are a mesmerizing 
sensual creature. And that statement changed my whole identity. I really got it in that moment that she had seen me at my most vulnerable, my least performative, and she reflected my radiance back to me. In fact, I've even thought about having that embroidered on a pillow to keep in my bedroom and to keep as a constant reminder that I am a magnificent sensual creature. And I offer that thought to you, a radiance-boosting thought. A few other radiance-boosting thoughts might be, radiance is my natural state of being. My capacity for radiance is limitless. And then to take that a level further, you know, something that we do in embodied intelligence is there's a whole month that we spend on working with your thoughts. Because as you've heard me say many times on this podcast, the stories that we tell ourselves are shaping our entire world. And so we do some really specific, really powerful mindset exercises based in cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy around core beliefs. But that is just one piece of the puzzle because what needs to happen for a belief to be altered, in my opinion and experience, is that changing the thought will get us about halfway there. But will be a much more uphill journey if we don't also have the body on board. And so in the coaching program, there's a whole experience around a technique that I developed when I was teaching sacred seduction called the Queen's Walk and dropping these radiance boosting thoughts and these new core beliefs, these more empowered core beliefs about self and new identity, and then walking it through a room or down the street and allowing it to land and be expressed through the body. And so I won't be sharing the Queen's Walk with you today, but what I will invite you to do is to drop one of these radiance-boosting thoughts, such as, I am a magnificent sensual creature and radiance is my birthright, And to practice walking from your office to the kitchen or wherever you happen to dwell in this moment and to challenge yourself to walk at the pace of that thought. So I am a magnificent sensual creature and radiance is my birthright. Operates at a different speed and frequency. You know, there is an embodied intelligence to a thought like that. And so as you practice with this, you may find that your body moves in a way that feels a little more slinky or a little bit more slowly, where you feel not just your body moving forward in space, but you actually feel the nerve endings at the end of your feet. And you begin to not just think about yourself as a magnificent sensual creature, but to embody it, to allow that thought to express itself through your movement. The next jewel is more of a external radiance booster, and this is the joy of highlighter, my friends. 
If you're new to the world of makeup and cosmetics, highlighter is a luminescent product that's applied on the skin. Sometimes it is placed just on the areas that reflect the light, such as the tops of the cheekbones and the sides of the forehead to bring more of a brightness and luminescence to the skin. There are also highlighter products that you just pump into your hand and mix in with your foundation or your moisturizer, or you can apply directly to the skin. And I am going to pop in the show notes. There are two highlighters that I absolutely adore. One is a stick and the other is a uh, liquid that I just pump in and I apply directly on my skin and it makes my skin look so dewy and so gorgeous. And so I will pop those in the show notes Nothing wrong with a little outside help, my friends. Inner and the outer, we need both. And the last jewel that I want to share with you is a question to ask yourself any moment you want to have access to greater radiance, which is radiance. What would you have me do in this moment? And so as a way to experiment with that right now, radiance, how would you posture my body? How does radiance express itself through the way that I'm sitting or the way that I'm standing? And I'm going to encourage you to do that right now, to explore and to experiment. And noticing that there is an inherent knowledge of radiance, an inherent knowing, an intuitive sense of radiance. When I used to teach burlesque classes and classes on seduction, I would often start the class by saying, I am not here to teach you anything new. I am here to help you remember what your body already knows about seduction, because the experience of sacred seduction, which is attraction through authenticity, as opposed to the more manipulation based form of seduction is something that is very organic particularly to those of us who identify with or as feminine. And similarly with radiance, radiance is something that is accessed through our actions, our behaviors, the things that we do, the things that we eat, the relationships that we engage in. And it is also standing over your shoulder at all times as a guardian angel, simply waiting for permission to express itself through you. So my darlings, once again, if an increased experience of radiance is something that you want to not just strive for, but be supported in, in a full six month exploration of elevating the mind, nurturing the body and creating your life from the soul, head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash coaching. And I would love to be sitting here creating a customized coaching plan with your name on it. Stay tuned for the next installment in this series around reimagining pleasure. And thank you so much for listening. See you next time.